Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games, wagers, and headlines before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap things off with our daily betting card. Now, a lot to get to today. We got the Champions League is back finally on the footy side of things, so we got a couple plays there for you. Also got to talk about the AP poll from yesterday. There was a couple of surprising teams in there, but before we get into today's episode, we got to talk about the great folks over at Bet99, which is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, EPL, and Champions League soccer. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free, with a number of well-known methods available to use, so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available, 24 7 with their live chat option so go to bet99.com today to make an account use code shooters at sign up and please gamble responsibly you must be 19 plus years of age to do so and if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you contact connex ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge we also have the Saskatchewan number down in the ticker there, 1-800-306-6789. Have fun making your bets. Don't let it control your life, and let's get into the show. So we got to recap Monday, another profitable day for the show, as we went 3-1 and one yesterday. And it all started with that Liverpool result. 2 to nothing was the final there. We had one and a half units on the money line. Then we head over to college basketball. It was a clean sweep there with Charleston minus 16 and a half. They won 99 to 63 and Baylor minus six and a half. They won 79 to 67. Now, the one loser that we did have on the night was on the ice. Unfortunately, we did not get uh, a couple of teams that score a decent amount of goals to show up. Two to one was the final there for Florida and Minnesota. So was never relatively close to say the least. So let's get into it now. Let's chat about that AP poll that we mentioned at the very start. Alabama, number one in the poll for the first time in 20 years. They leapfrog Houston, who sit at number two. Now, this shouldn't be all that surprising, just given that Alabama's always going to get the bump of playing in the SEC. Houston, let's face it, they're in one of the weaker conferences in college basketball. Once you get past Memphis, then then it kind of gets a bit sketchy in, in their conference. So I understand Houston being at two. I still believe them to be the best team in the country. But at least for now, they'll be there. Purdue drops a couple spots. We knew that was going to happen with them dropping that Northwestern game. And then UCLA in Kansas rounds out the top five. UCLA clearly the best team in the Pac-12 right now. And Kansas starting to figure things out after a tough stretch for a couple weeks there. Now, Baylor, they're up five spots to number nine. They were big movers in the poll. They also won last night. So they're going to stay there at least for the time being. We'll see how the weekend goes. Gonzaga, they're up three spots to 13. I'm still not a big believer in them long term. Again, they, they do let you down a lot come March Madness, but I don't think that this is one of the better Gonzaga teams we've seen over the last number of years. Then you have Indiana and Miami. They both moved up four spots. 
Miami, they beat UNC last night and they won on the road as well. So they're going to keep climbing so long as they win on the weekend. And Creighton up five spots to number 18. That's going to be a fun one to watch out for today as they take on Providence. And San Diego State, they move up four spots to 21. Now, teams that are trending down right now, Arizona, they went from four to eight. That's going to happen when you lose to Stanford outright. Not a great team in the Pac-12 this year. And so to lose by eight on the road was not a great one for them. Tennessee, they're all the way down to number 10. They got a crucial matchup this week. Um, I believe they have Auburn. No, they have Alabama. Alabama is their big matchup this week, midweek. Then you've got Iowa State. They moved from 11 to 19. They had a tough week last week. We'll see if they can bounce back. TCU, they continue to flounder 17 to 22 in the standings. A lot of that has to do with Mike Miles being out once he's back. I'm still a big believer in them long term. And then Providence down four spots to 24. And it's not getting easier with the Blue Jays on the horizon today. Now, teams that came back up, it was just FAU. They're back in the top 25 after a brief exit. Still one of the better small conference teams in the country. And then Rutgers dropped out of the standings as well. So we're starting to get close to conference tournament time. And some teams are turning into the Alabamas, the the Baylors of the world, and some are starting to flounder a bit. I still believe that given that we're three weeks out, teams have time to figure it out. The teams like Tennessee that had a tough week, Iowa State had a tough week. But Creighton for me is a team that I love long term. I think it's a great future bet play. They were a preseason top five team, and now they are starting to figure things out after a tough start. You figured it might happen given they had so many transfers coming in. And so I'm excited to see where they go now, as well as TCU buy low on them to potentially win the Big 12 Conference, uh, maybe their tournament play once they get Mike Miles back. So with that, let's head over to the daily game slate. We got to chat about what's happening in the world of sports today from a games perspective. But before we do, let's play the video. All right, it is Valentine's Day today. Shout out to my phenomenal wife. Uh, I won't get to spend as much time with her today, but we did get to, to go out for a nice dinner on Friday. Now let's come out with some winners today. And it all starts with the Champions League. We've got AC Milan, they're plus 150 at home, taking on Tottenham at plus 200. Now, Vegas almost considers this one a bit of a toss-up, and it's hard to, to not see why, because both these teams sit fifth in their respective leagues. Neither team has issues scoring. They have struggled a bit on the defensive side of things, though, because Milan, they're fourth in it in Serie A at 1.7 goals per game. Tottenham are fourth in the EPL with 1.8. So I really like this both teams to score at minus 120. Um, I know that I chatted with a resident Tottenham fan that's been on this show before, and he is not crazy about them scoring today. But I have faith in Spurs to go and get a road goal. It's crucial if they're going to advance in the Champions League this year. So definitely keep an eye out for the both teams to score. Then we got PSG, they're plus 162, taking on Bayern Munich at plus 157. Bayern's slight road favorites. And PSG, let's face it, they got a tough draw here right out of the gate in the round of 16. There's a lot worse teams in this competition. But now they have to go out and get things done. And Bet99, 
They've got this one at minus 220 for both teams to score. So they're expecting a goal fest here. Um, PSG, let's face it, this is the one thing that they haven't won yet in Europe. And so they, they go up against a juggernaut. It's crucial for them to get the win here. Don't give up too many away goals either. But this should be a really fun one. My round of 16 matchup for sure is this PSG and Bayern game. Now, NBA-wise, five games are on. Really wanted to play one today, and then there was a ton of line movement overnight. It starts Boston and Milwaukee. I mean, I bet it yesterday at minus 4.5, but it moved to minus 9.5, so it doesn't feel right putting it out as a show play because I really don't have faith in them at minus 9.5. And And it's because Giannis is still a game-time decision. When it was 4.5, it felt like, well, they could still win by 8 at home. Feels like a good spot. But with Giannis and Connaughton, game-time decision. And on the Boston side, there's Brown and Smart are out. Tatum, both Williams brothers, and Brogdon are game-time decision. I know they're not brothers, but it's just fun to say the Williams brothers. But anyways, it just feels like a bad spot. So now that it's up to 9.5, I just think it's a fade game. Toronto minus 6.5 at home. No OG, no Gary Trent or Precious Achua potentially, as they're both game-time decisions. The only real injuries on the Orlando side is Cole Anthony. RJ Hampton doesn't really play a major factor in that rotation. So a little bit concerning with that one. Um, definitely not one that I'm crazy about. Plus, Orlando is on a back-to-back as well. But they did win on the road against Chicago. Then we got Sacramento and Phoenix. Phoenix is minus 3.5 at home. Only real injury here for Sacramento is Malik Monk, whereas there's no KD, no Landry Shamit, and no Cameron Payne for Phoenix. So... Definitely uh, an interesting line here. I kind of like Phoenix at home, but not enough to play it this early. Washington and Portland, they're both on a back-to-back. Portland, slight home favorites. Just a really gross number, so I'm not going to play it. And then the Clippers, they're minus 8.5 at home, taking on Golden State, who are on a back-to-back and without Steph Curry. The only thing that kept me away from this one was the fact that Kawhi is a game-time decision. So until he's ruled in, I will be ruling this game out of my slate. Now, NHL-wise, we have a lot of games happening today, nine to be exact. So we got to go through all of these really quickly. But I do think that there is a lot of value in this slate today as well. So let's chat about it. Chicago-Montreal, it's Mrazek versus Allen. In the immortal words of Randy Jackson, it's a no for me, dog. So definitely not playing this one today. uh, Carolina minus 150 taking on Washington today. Looks like Anderson and Kemper are going to get the start. So we're starting to get back to relatively okay goaltending. I am inclined to lean Carolina at minus 150. I was really hoping that this line would drop overnight. Unfortunately, it's held at minus 150. So at least for now, it's a stay away. But if I do play it, then I might go a little bit later on in the day. New Jersey minus 200 versus Columbus. Vanessa versus Corpusalo. Uh, definitely lean Devils, but I don't love it enough to bet it in regulation or the puck line, especially not with the Devils coming off a loss. For, so at least for now, I'll stay away from this game. Ottawa and the Islanders. We got Islanders minus 180 at home. Mandalesi versus Sorokin, another interesting goaltending matchup. Definitely lean Islanders from that perspective. And Ottawa, they are coming off a back-to-back, so it is tough on the road to really want to back them. That being said... I don't love that the Islanders are getting this kind of juice. So at least for now, I'll stay away. Maybe if we get a bit closer and I can get a better in regulation line, then I'll go ahead and play it. But at least for now, stay away. Florida's minus 120 on the road against St. Louis. We're expecting Spencer Knight and Jordan Bennington. 
as the goaltenders. And St. Louis are selling and Florida are coming in pretty strong. So I am inclined to lean Florida on the road, despite the fact that they're an okay road team this year. I wouldn't say that they're anything crazy, um, even below 500 at that. But the Blues aren't great, so maybe I'll back Florida a bit later in the day. Winnipeg are minus 145 at home against Seattle. Seattle are those road warriors that have been really good this year. But they're starting to come back down to earth a bit. So I know we get Martin Jones and Connor Hellebuck. So six and a half does feel a bit high. I think if one of these goaltenders shows up, then we're going to go under in this game. So at six and a half, I just think it's a bit steep. Boston minus 120 versus Dallas. Five and a half is the line here. And that's because we've got Allmark and Ottinger, two of the best goaltenders in the league matching up today. Should be low scoring, but when you see five and a half, it's very tough to take an under there. If I can get it up to six, then I would consider it. But at least for now, I'll stay away. Definitely the game to watch tonight. And if you don't catch that one, then you got to catch Tampa Bay and Colorado. Vasilevsky has been really solid once again, uh, one of the better goaltenders. Going up against Georgiev, who's got a really good team in front of him. And so I lean the over because there's a lot of goal-scoring power here. The thing that's kept me away from making this a show play is just the fact that Vasilevsky, if he's on, then he's only going to give up a goal or two. So then you're really leaning on Tampa to score a lot on the road. And then Pittsburgh's minus 150 on the road against the Sharks. DeSmith and Reimer really giving Morazic and Allen a run for their money for worst goaltending matchup of the night. Would play the over, but I can't get myself to even want to follow this game late in the night. So for now, it's a stay away game. Now we got to talk about the five ranked games in college basketball. We've already alluded to it, and actually it's four. There's five ranked teams, not games. So the two ranked teams going up against each other are Creighton and Providence. Creighton, they are 18th in the country, taking on 24th Providence. Creighton are minus one and a half on the road, and this is the theme today. It feels like the minus one and a half day, which is a very tough spot to want to bet in college basketball. But in this game, I think things are maybe going a bit too well for Creighton. I do love them long term, but at a certain point, they're going to pick up losses. And now they have to take on a Providence team who are 13-0 and at home. So how do you bet against them? I think you just bet the over here, personally. It's held strong at 140 and a half. But these are two teams that score a ton of points. If we're just going points per game, they're both over 76 points per game. So if we can get one of these teams to 75, then I feel really good about the over. I think it's still going to be a tight game. Providence potentially wins it, but they will go over that number. Now, number 23, NC State, they're taking on Syracuse. Again, minus one and a half, but it's in Syracuse favor. So I expect a lot of teams to probably back NC State because Syracuse have not been good this year. But it is a tough environment to go and win against Syracuse. And I will say them running that 2-3 zone will be challenging to say the least. That being said, NC State does shoot the three pretty well. They're in the top half of the country in that regard. So I'm staying away. I feel like if I'm betting anything on this, it'd be Syracuse. And it's only because the line doesn't make a ton of sense for me especially given the recent form. I know that they've won two in a row, but they're only nine and five at home. So that's a stay away for me. Number 12, Kansas State, only minus one and a half on the road at Oklahoma. So again, slight road favorite, but Oklahoma's lost four straight games. So this very much feels like a trap line today. I know that bets are going to be flooding in and we're going to see a ton of money on the Wildcats. I'm just not sure that I can back it myself. I get concerned that maybe the Sooners... We see the Sooners that beat Alabama and blew them out. 
And if we get that at home, we even saw it last night. We were worried yesterday about Texas Tech and Texas. Texas Tech wins outright at home despite being the worst team in the Big 12. So I think we could see a similar situation tonight. I'll tune in, but I definitely won't bet it. And then to cap it off, minus one and a half, number five Kansas taking on Oklahoma State. The fact that every game's a pick is making me mad, but I feel like I just need an aspirin for this headache that I'm going to have tonight. I want to bet the Jayhawks, but they might be the worst betting team this year for me. So at least for now, it's a no for me, but it should be a fun game to watch nonetheless. So that's all the games for today. We ripped through them pretty quickly, but it does mean that we got to head over and give you our last call picks. This is where we give you our five betting plays for today, a bit of a heavier card. Was going to be six had that Bucks line not moved. So before we get into our plays, let's play the video. The Last Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Check out some of their phenomenal products, their old-fashioned, their regular vodka, dill pickle vodka as well, and their Saskatoon Berry vodka is pretty solid as well. Go check out all of their great products. Support local. Really appreciate them for being a sponsor of our show. So let's get into it. Five plays for you on the slate. And we got to start with that AC Milan and Tottenham Hotspurs. Both teams to score at minus 120 for one and a half units. And I just love both teams from an attacking perspective. I think that if this doesn't hit, it's due to Tottenham. But I'm not crazy about the defending side of things. I think Kane or Son will figure out a way to score in this game. So I love the value here, which is why I got one and a half units on it. I'm also going to play PSG and Bayern, and I'm going to play the over three goals at minus 125. And trust me, I normally hate going that high because all it takes is teams feeling it out in the first half and then they don't go over. But I don't think that's going to be the case today. PSG are not a great defensive team, so I'm expecting Bayern to score. But PSG also being at home and having that three-headed monster up front attacking-wise I think they're going to figure out ways to score goals. These guys all know how to score against Bayern because they've done it in the past. So a unit on it, but I think that we could see 2-2, 3-1 final. And if we get to a 2-1, to then we at the very least push. Then Jets money line versus the Seattle Kraken at minus 145. Seattle, I think, as I said earlier, are coming back down to earth a bit. Even on the road, they're going to have to go and take on Connor Hellebuck in Peg City. I think that the Jets figure out a way to win today because I think they're the superior side. So give me the Jets' money line. Creighton and Providence, you got to play the over 140 and a half. Huge fan of both of these teams. I think we get plenty of scoring from two of the better offenses in college basketball. Again, don't bet Creighton today. It just feels like a trap when you're taking on a team that's undefeated at home. And the Friars have played spoiler a lot this year. Much like last year, when people haven't believed in them, they figured out a way to get results. I think that could be the case today, but it's going to be in a shootout. And then I'm going to cap it off. I'm playing the homer play of the day, Duke Blue Devils money line, minus 11.5 versus Notre Dame. They got hosed on the weekend. That was a foul before overtime. I did have the over, so I did win money on that blown call. But that being said, they're coming in hungry after that loss against Virginia. They're an absolute animal at home this year as well. 
much different team than when they're on the road and Notre Dame are not very good. I don't think that the fighting Irish are going to put up much of a fight tonight. So give me the blue devils minus 11 and a half. It is our biggest play of the day, two units. And so go follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. We give out some plays later on in the day. Maybe if Giannis gets ruled out, then we see that line come back down a bit for the Bucks. But at least for now, appreciate all of you. Go follow us on all of our socials, and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast. <laughs>